Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, January 20th, 2023. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley Steves and I have had a fantastic week, and I want to start yeah. the show off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you to oh, yeah. the Keen Company. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Do you have yeah. notes? Like, how that experience for anybody is not aware. Yeah, let's, we were let's so, sum it up real quick, first of all. Yeah, we were so incredibly fortunate to be invited after a sold out benefit performance that was announced for the Keen Company's The Year of Magical Thinking, mm-hmm. starring Kathleen Chalfont. Jonathan, the managing director and everything, reached out to us. I just want to say, and also gave like a great speech about all the inclusivity and and the, yeah. the new uh, shows that are coming up for the King Company, which now are on my calendar. And yeah. um, it was a fascinating, exciting event for both of us. Totally. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Kathleen Chalfant, absolutely the queen of theater, pretty much anywhere in the world at this point. Um, and to see her do this performance, the one thing that I was really not anxious about because I trust King Company. I've seen shows there before, as I've mentioned, and I trust Kathleen. The only thing that I was a little bit anxious about, though, was I'm so close to Joan Didion's work that I was worried about somebody else taking that over and playing Joan, essentially, in in this incredibly personal work. And I never felt from this performance that I wasn't watching Joan Didion talk about it. And I don't know if you feel that way, but I was That's exactly so, what I was thinking. Yeah. It, it didn't occur so to me gross. until we were sitting. Totally. Yeah. And it's like when the performance is done, it's like, oh, wait, that, that was a performance. Yeah. It, it gave me the same kind of feelings as like Dana H, obviously a very different mm-hmm. performance, but to have this really personal piece of writing in this manner and in that manner, you know, interviews, uh, played by somebody else and have it and really just feel like they were putting on a skin was so special. Yeah, we just, we can't stop talking about it. I've already been cutting together like my little video of, of the evening because mm-hmm. I was just so excited and trying not to take too many videos um, yeah. at the Gramercy Players Club because the I players. do respect the institution. Oh my goodness, yes. How out of yeah. place. <laughs> Uh, how out of place to your little uh, little Grace and Ashley at the players. Yeah, would love to uh, love, love to come love, back. Love. So absolutely, thank you all to the King Company. And if you aren't familiar, we'll definitely throw something together into the um, show notes for this episode so that you can learn more about their organization and how you can go see the next performance that they are giving. And you should. And you should. Starting over on the West End, Ryan Callis Cameron's for Black Boys Who've Considered Suicide When the Hue Gets Too Heavy, which is inspired by Intajaki Shange's classic for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough, is now transferring to the West End with all of its original cast members. Anytime you get to see a performance where the original cast gets to come together when oh, they come yeah. to the next stage. I was just talking about this with Fat Ham's production on yes, Broadway. Absolutely. They're bringing everyone over. So I'm like, it, there's just something so special fitting. about the family that's created there, right? Absolutely uh, that. Yeah, to, and to have people who are so familiar with the piece already come in and do it again mm-hmm. on a bigger stage, love that. And for more money. Exactly. And so, I mean, to say that, you only have six weeks to see their limited engagement mm. at London's Apollo Theater, March 25th through May 7th. So you're going to have to go see it. It's originally conceived by the playwright uh, Cameron following the murder of Trayvon Martin. And the piece is kind of like located on the threshold of joyful fantasy and brutal reality, which I think is perfectly encapsulates for color girls so um i'm i'm thrilled i didn't even i wasn't even fully aware of this production so this is fascinating 
I wish I could see it. Six weeks is not long enough, uh, especially no. not to get over there, but it uh, sounds very exciting. Also, I love the adaptation of the title. What a beautiful way to phrase it when the hue gets too heavy. Yeah, that's it. It, it makes obviously now I want to read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, you got me. Um, but now we're going to stay in Britain because uh, the Broadway alums are coming out. I mean, British Academy of Film and Television Arts, the BAFTAs, the BAFTA the nominations BAFTAs. are out. Yeah. Martin McDonough kind of like leads the pack here for Banshee, yeah. Savannah Sharon, our, one of our favorite playwrights, if anything. Yeah. Uh, Martin one of my McDonough. favorite movies of the year. Speaking of Moulin Rouge, see what I did there? Not, <laughs> sure. not a good transition. Sure, uh, why not? <laughs> yeah. Baz Luhrmann's uh, Elvis is also kind of like a part of this conversation. We've got, you know, a, kind of a theatrically adjacent film, Tar, Lydia Tar. Mm-hmm. Um, so for best film, which is like, okay, Kate Blanchett's yeah, part of that. Viola Davis is nominated. And then also... Big, big deal. Movie musical Matilda is recognized uh, um, as yes. outstanding British film nominee. So we've and got a lot to look forward be. to there. It should yeah. be. Have you gotten a chance to see it yet? Of course I did. Okay, we are good. revolting children. <laughs> we are revolting children in revolting times. Absolutely. God, I loved it so much. And I've seen it twice so far. So well-deserved. So joyful and just bright. I, lo- I love after so many years of having really dark movie musicals to see these mm-hmm. this like renaissance of vibrancy and saturation on screen again. Very we welcome. Needed a- <sighs> we needed it. We needed it. Um, now we have Tony Award winning director Kenny Leon to direct. This mm-hmm. is kind of moving off of the pond. Sorry to everyone, but we've got to yeah. talk about Kenny Leon anytime we can. Um, he will conduct an industry reading of the new musical In the Mood later this month. I can't believe we haven't heard rumblings of this, but I mean, people are working. Yeah. You've got John Cardoza, Kelly Barrett, Mallory Bechtel, Max Chomsky, like, uh, Adrian Walker, Daniel Yearwood, Elizabeth Teeter, now that she is not over at the Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, some people are booked and blessed, and I love that. But like Kenny Leon is on a roll. I mean, he's always I was directing, say, speaking but of like booked and blessed. He's doing everything right now. And I love that because obviously one of the best directors working in the world honestly. Uh, and to have so many things happening in New York right now that he's doing is just chef's kiss yeah 100 percent. like it's it's really exciting to watch speaking of other exciting things to watch the first national tour of ain't too proud the life and times of the temptations has now brought back some uh, familiar people they've just celebrated their one year in december they've got original tour member michael andreas has stepped back into the role of otis williams while original broadway company member e clayton cornelius has now taken over the role of paul williams so they're welcoming back some of their familiar faces we love to see it. And I love this. Th- this tour is thriving. Now we're moving off Broadway to Little Shop of Horrors in partnership with NYC nonprofit Hands On. Little Shop will present American Sign Language interpretive performances on Thursday, January 19th. So as we're recording this Whoa, right now. Yeah. And Saturday. So you still have time if you're listening to the show on Friday, uh, January 21st at 2 p.m. at the West Side Theater. Uh, I love when people are able to... Uh, make interpreted uh, shows happen. So please support this if you can and amplify it, even if you aren't a person that would go to this performance, because the more amplification, the more times this type of show can happen. I know it's a money thing, but like it's, it's part of the accessibility of theater. Everything's (laughs) a money thing, but of all the things to spend money on, this should be pretty high up on the list. Exactly. So finally we've got some 
some recommendations. You can enjoy a first look at Schmigadoon season two, Schmicago on Playable.com. It features Doug Cameron looking like Roxy Hart herself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what looking it is. Pretty good. Looking pretty good. And then Todger Call, who has been kind of making the rounds back on Broadway again, like I've seen him go to like a billion shows and everybody's like, oh my God, Todger Call yeah. is here. Um, he recently won $135,000 for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights Aids on Fox's Celebrity Name That Tune, Ooh. one of my favorite shows. Jane Krakowski hosts. Um, it's yeah. a great show, but I'm so glad that he raised money for this charity. Like, yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's a really cool Abs- move. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you all so much for listening today on Broadway. It's the end of the week. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Broadway Radio if you don't already. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's how we keep the lights on. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all forms of social media at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Know This Is Ashley. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.